Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about your dating patterns. What is happening with your dating history and how can you see it through aura color to give you a new perspective and a new lens. You know, it's so hard to see ourselves and we're going to try to do that today by looking at our exes together. Then the second half of this podcast. So if you're not a Swifty, you you will be warned and then you can leave, but we are devoting a deep dive down the rabbit hole dating history of Taylor Swift. Now listen. Ugh. I'm giving it my all. (laughs) I'm going there. I'm invested. And I think I figured out her dating pattern. I really do. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. (laughs) All right. I I mean, I've been put under strict orders not to say anything bad about Taylor Swift or the Swifties. Because apparently they will come after you and they will crush you. So the things I get away with, like saying bad about like Vanderpump rules, right. like the guy that's in the village people right. and all that, I can't say here. Right. But, you know, this has been taking over the world or at least the United States for yes. the last few weeks with the football and dating the football player right. and all that. And I'm going to tell you something. I have this such an overwhelming feeling of I don't care. I know. I feel <laughs> that since my spiritual awakening and – being a spiritually awakened red, I'm, you know, I'm questioning that now. I feel I might be a star seed. Are you a star seed? I could be a star seed. I know I might have said this before in the podcast, but now I really feel this might, because far, uh, star seed. Fart seed? No, star seed. Star seed. <laughs> that's a, that, that? I don't know. I don't know. That's something else. I'm that too, but um, that are, yeah, that the kid, ask the kids about that. But um, I, I've, that's the first time around, right? If you. Yeah. Is that your first time? Like, usually starseeds, this is the first time on Earth? Yeah, the way I see starseeds, it's like your first life as a human. Yeah. And in your previous lives, you were an ex, like, yes. not a human. That's how I'm feeling. Ugh. I feel this is my first yeah. time around. I'm not, is there something I'm not understanding? Yeah. Why everyone cares? I, I feel like, yeah. I really find myself not caring even more lately about uh, all these I things. I know, I know. It's a lot. And, you, you, I think it boggles your mind yeah. why people care about people they don't know. Not, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't it, know. or celebrities. Do, uh, well, do I have to set a timer for a red rant? No, because we got a lot to do today, <laughs> and we got this whole Taylor Swift thing to cover. We'll get to that. We'll and, get to it. Yeah. If you need a red rant minute, I'm gonna. I'll set a timer because I'm a starseed. Start the starseeds rant. No, is there starseed reds? No, like, no. What do they talk about? Like the starseeds crab are... nebula or something? <laughs> I don't know what they rant about. <laughs> like. <laughs> Starseeds are just, they just don't get it. Yeah. And then they just are going to be like, all right, they just do their own thing. Yeah. So I, you know what I, it is? I'm, I think I'm a red starseed. Okay. Like, you know how there's a crystal starseed? And what's the other one? The crystal, like rainbow. Rainbow. Right. I think I'm a red starseed. All right. Very rare. I could be the only one on earth. You could be the only one. Yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Anyways. All right. I, so let's start with this. Okay. Before we get into every single aura color and how that can kind of correlate to your dating patterns. Let's talk about serial dating patterns you may be guilty of. Now, I pulled a couple of these from a Cosmo article, and these are kind of like overall generalized patterns that people have. And we can kind of figure them out and figure out which aura colors can be guilty of this and and see if you've done this too. All right. right, So the first one is dating the same type of person. So like, let's say you're always dating the bad boys or the drama girls or 
you know, free-spirited people or people without jobs or, <laughs> or like, men who need mommies or um, girls with dad issues or okay. emotionally unavailable people. Like, looking back on all your past relationships, what's the pattern here overall? And are you dating the same person? Okay. So, to me, this is probably something everybody does. Yeah. So, I don't know... If there would be one, I don't like if we're trying to put this in aura color. Yeah, we I don't are. think you know we could say reds do this or purples. Yes, or any one color does it more than the other. Everyone does this. Everyone yes. seems to do this until eventually you figure out that how to break that pattern. Yeah. Like how do you break how do you break something like this? I guess is the question. It's hard because you might only be attracted to crazy people, right? Like for a while, like that is a thing. You know, like the the people who are good for you just don't do it for you. You know, yeah. they feel boring or, or they just don't, you, you've, you've kind of associated chemistry with something toxic or something that's not good for you, right. but you also feel attracted to that. It gives you, right. it gives you the fireworks at the same time. So it's hard to disassociate those two feelings for everybody. That's why all aura colors do this. We yeah. all date the same type of person. Um, the, how you break it is you ask yourself, what does this type of person do for me negatively and positively? And that's not always a fun question. I'll get to that more when I talk about this more in depth later. So it's like, what, what does this person do for me? And is it a negative thing? Is it something that's actually a wound? <laughs> and, and the more, and you know, spiritual you get, or the more into self-care and therapy or whatever your road is to, making yourself more whole on your own, the less you are going to be attracted to nonsense. Okay. And the more the quote boring people will actually not be boring anymore. So like it, what we're saying is there's hope here. Oh yes. Okay. So like if you're, let's say you're into like really dating bad boys, yeah. like Petro Hanchar. <laughs> right. And you're really into that, you know, international man of mystery. Who's got 3 million TikTok followers, <laughs> Petro Hanchar. Or there's kind of like this, like, dorky guy who makes like jokes yeah and you're not really in, but eventually there's there's hope for that dorky guy sure and who, there you go yeah jokes and okay. you can feel sparks <laughs> for them too <laughs> okay. yeah. breaking that pattern your chain your type can change okay as you <laughs> go on your journey god and all of a sudden you'll be like okay yeah. i get it yeah i get it okay um, okay, so the other serial dating pattern they said was people who merge with their partners in relationships. So you're never yourself in any relationship. You're whatever they need you to be. You lose your own agency in relationships. You kind of become the other person and you keep parts of yourself hidden that you feel won't be desirable to this person. And you ever, you know, if you've ever had a friend, and whoever they date, they become that person. It's like really annoying. Have you ever met that person? Are you that person? You know, yeah. that that's kind of okay. what so, that is. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you're a long-time listener of the show, this is probably pretty easy to guess which colors yeah. would do this. Obviously, the reds and yellows are not going to be doing <laughs> no, this No, they're not much. doing this. Yeah. No. Or, yeah. <laughs> and the, green, all, maybe. the greens aren't really doing yeah, this Yeah, the either. greens either. Yeah. I would say this is like an indigo trait, mm -hmm. blue, and probably most... Turquoise probably the most. Yeah, turquoises would be the most difficult at it because they wouldn't know they're merging into someone right, else. Right, right. They're like, no, I've always like Did that way. I've always liked yeah. camping, and it's like you hate camp. No, I've always <laughs> liked it. Like what? But an indigo or a blue will be like inside they know they secretly aren't this person but they're gonna do it anyway. Like they know that, and then like when their friends are like, you don't like this, they're like. Don't tell, you know, they get a little defensive or they're like, well, I do now. 
or whatever, but they know inside that they don't, you know, <laughs> that they're not this person. Okay. And is um, that when like your friends start getting mad at you? Yes. Like yeah. they get real mad at your you? Your friends like, are like, why are you guys dressing the same? Yeah. Like, what like, is that? Like, like why, you don't, yeah. Like, why are you a Chiefs fan all of a sudden? <laughs> you, you. <laughs> You're supposed to be an Eagles fan. Right. You know? like, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that. It's okay. like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, who are you? What is, yeah. Okay. That, can, yeah. So if your friends get annoyed with you a lot, like, and you're it's like, you probably, you might be guilty of this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean, is there a way to crack this? I mean, I, I don't, here's my uh, controversial opinion on this. Um, maybe because I'm kind of like this too. <laughs> If the person you're merging with has your best interest at heart and they're a good person, you know, I, it's normal to change a little bit in a relationship. Like if, if they're just really into something and you want to get into it too, because it's how you two can connect, what's the harm in it? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it depends on the relationship and also you have to have your own things going on too. You can't completely absorb into somebody else, you know? So hopefully you understand that balance with yourself. Okay. All right. You know? So again, it can, it can work out. I think so. Yeah. If, if it's the right person, yeah, but like, like, like I'm turning you guys all into a kayaking team. Like we are, yeah. we're all in descent over it, but yeah. we, but overall, me you and know, the I'm, children, I'm the big kayaker here. Yeah. And you guys are, you know, really enjoying it now. Yeah. Like, you know, that's a good example because like, I am not an active person, but being with you, I've been forced to be more active in my life. Now I completely complain about it, but at the same time I do it. So I know it's not me, but I'm still doing it. Right. And you know, being a spiritually awakened red (laughs) slash red star seed. I'm also doing this now too. So, like to say, Reds don't do number the second one. Oh, okay, is it, I'm watching the summer. I turn pretty. That is okay. true, Scott. I that's true. Yeah, I've watched season one. Yes, I'm and on most l- of season two. And most of season two. Which, and who, which team are you? Team I'm Conrad team, or no, Team G- Jeremiah? Uh, Jeremiah. Yeah, me too. Jer- e- easily Jeremiah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's Conrad <laughs> is. You know, I of course I you know love I love Indigos, but he's just so Indigo. <laughs> And Jeremiah's got more of that funky purple. Yeah. Yeah. So he's more fun. Yeah, he's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. The other guy is just like, he looks like one day he'll just wake up and kill you. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like, just run out of red flags with the Conrad, huh? Yeah. Conrad, yeah. He's weak. I, no one, I don't know. Does anyone watch the show other than me? No, know. we're probably. Okay. We should move on. All okay. Right, yeah, Anyways. So, yeah. All right. What's the next one? All right. Well, then. <laughs> Putting What's his name? Jer- Jeremiah? Jeremiah? Yeah, I'm team Jeremiah. Yeah, me oh, too. Actually, actually, I'm team the other guy, Cameron. Cam Cameron? Oh, Cam Cameron. Love that guy. Yes, me yeah. too. Yeah. But he's taken now. He is yeah. by... Oh, I Some... don't... No spoiler. Oh. No spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Not Sorry. by belly. Okay. Next one. <laughs> okay. I can't believe I just said not by belly on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So another one is putting your life on hold. Okay. So let's say... All right. And, and it could go either way. Um... You could be like, I'm dating 100%. I'm devoting all my energy and time to the apps. I'm on eight different apps at the same time. I'm dating all the time. My goals are dating. You know, I can't have friends. I can't work out. I can't do anything. I am finding love, like, intense like that. It could go the other way, too, where it's like, I'm single. I will not even look at somebody I'm attracted to. I am completely shut down from that. There's walls everywhere. I will never do it. So it's kind of like when you can't merge your romantic partnerships with reality you can't just like 
let whatever is you can't let it flow okay you know so it's it's very intense either way so this would probably be the other colors that we didn't discuss this probably be your yellows yeah greens even yeah and maybe even a red Yes. Uh, yeah. I think those would be the main colors. Maybe a stubborn purple too. Yeah. Purples, I, I've seen purples go overboard with the dating. Like right. they get so fixated on it. And those are the friends, like they'll dump you as soon as, you know, someone they're attracted to wants to hang out. It's like, oh, I can't hang out with you because this guy I'm interested that I just met. It's like, yeah. we've known each other forever and you're canceling to hang out with a rando and I'm supposed to be okay with that all the time. Yeah. You know, so again, that can just annoy your friends. And if you have a good friend group, they'll probably tell you this and then mm-hmm. that's a good uh, check for this, you. This, will, this could be a real tough one for some people too. Because if you get stuck in that, let's say you get really stuck in your yellow. Yeah. Or you get stuck in your red or, yeah. or green or whatever. This one might be – it might take a very long time to come out of that. Yeah. Because, to, to ch- you know, maybe you – like you said, you know, you have to change it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You have to – you got to break the pattern. The, the, the whole all or nothing thing, you might have to make a compromise here or yes. there. And maybe yeah. that yellow – I can see this mostly for yellow, more yellows. Yellows can have a hard time with I this. And greens. And, and greens. And greens, yeah. And mm-hmm. then you're just stuck in that. And it could be years. And oh, then, yeah. You know, you're like, well – and then you're – you know, because so, you made it normal. You've you made normalized it, normal. right, exactly. it for yourself. So I, I, can, I feel this one would be the toughest so far of the three. Because if you're a fixator, yeah. and this is what you're fixating yeah. on, you're probably fixating in a lot of places in your life. And so fixating is the thing that needs to be fixed, right? <laughs> Not like this in particular. Yeah. So yeah, I think what you're trying to say is this leads back to something else that's going on. Yeah, and you might not be aware of that uh, either. Yes, and it's just going to keep on happening. And then yeah. people might be looking at you like, well, just don't. Just give into that or right. let that and you just can't. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll read people and it's like um, – and it's people who are fixating one way or the other. Like I'm, I'm single. I'm not doing it. Or I'm 100% towards love, a thousand. It's like yeah. why can't you just merge it? You know, like if somebody's cute, cool. Like you don't have to think about the future. You don't have to think about this. Just do you want to kiss them? You know, like right. do you want to hold their hand? Like who – who, try not to think about where they fit in your life or try not to think about what 10 years down the road what this person looks like or, or no. just, just whatever, you yeah, know, like I, follow the feeling right. a little bit. And if they have an extra toe, <laughs> oh. finger, ah. no big deal. Why not? They'll be a TikTok star. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Seems like a personal experience you had, Scott. Only once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. Next one. All right. Is being swayed by others. So this is a serial dating pattern. Are you swayed by others? So others' opinions have this like major effect on what you think about whoever you're with. So a friend, you know, maybe you have a friend that's always like, uh, oh, that person's not good enough for you or makes fun of who you're with or or she's not cute or, or he doesn't make enough money or they're not it for you or you can do better than that or they just start laughing at everyone that you find interest in. And then because you're dependent on other people's opinions to form your own, it can interfere with your own ability to be like, well, no, I really do like them or I don't because subconsciously you want to please your friend group. And, and so it's something that sounds, oh, but that's like so high school, but you know what? That's not true. It can really, if you don't pay attention to it, I see this in adults all the time. Um, and then another thing is you might have this need to be, oh, I'm the single friend. You know, I'm the friend that's single and you don't want people paying attention to your choices. That's the other thing. Like I have to be the single friend. This is how I'm valued in my friend group. So subconscious. Like nobody said this to you. It's just something you pick up. 
or you have an insecurity about yourself and you just don't want to put yourself out there because you feel other people might have something to say and you can feel their opinions and you can feel their emotions and you can't separate them from your own or you give more credence to them than your own. So it can be real. This can be really hard. Yeah. And I'm glad you were able to uh, discuss that more in depth because I just would call those people the last person I talk to syndrome. What does that mean? Meaning like whoever the oh, last yeah. person they talk to. And these, again, would be the, the blues, the indigos, the turquoises. Yeah. But the last person they talk to. Yeah. So, like, if the last person they talk to thought Petro Hanchar was attractive and amazing. Right. Then, yes, Petro Hanchar is <gasps> He's attractive and amazing. amazing. Right. But then if you talk to some – the next person you talk to later in the day says, I don't like that Petro Hanchar. We're back All to – All of a sudden you're like, yeah, yeah, me. There must be something to it. That, yeah. yeah. Because you don't have enough um, value in your own thoughts and right. feelings. They're too merged with everybody else's stuff. It's like, really interesting because there's a couple people that growing up – I knew this last, like last person you talked to. Yes, syndrome. yeah. And now I understand it. Yeah. Like before I'm like, why? Because like for me, it's like if I have an idea, we all know this on the podcast. Yeah. It's sticking. It's not I going know. anywhere. But you know, some people I knew or know still have that. Like I have like, this problem sometimes. I've gotten not, better. You're, you're, you've gotten a lot better. Brianna yelled at me, our teenage <laughs> daughter, for this the other day. Yeah. You know because she says. <laughs> She said, if I talk to Abby, I'm on Abby's side. If I talk to her, I'm on her side or something. Like, she just, you know. And I get, I I think I've had to work on this. Yeah, but that, maybe way back for you, you haven't been like that in a long 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 time. time. But there's certain people that, and everyone knows someone like that. Yeah. Wait a second. I just talked to them. And then, like, maybe you're talking to the friend of them. And then you'd be like, wait a second. I just talked to them this afternoon. And they said they hated that. Yeah. And then that friend says, no, they just told me they loved it. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, because they don't know. Yeah. They don't know. It's Yeah, it's the last person you talk to. The last person you talk to is Um, Yeah, that's and that's hard. And, and It is hard, you yeah. Know, I but, think like, but you put words to it. All right, good. good. All right. Yeah, it, it's a complex thing. Yeah. All, all right, right. You want to do one or two more? Yeah, let's do another one. Um, okay. Uh, let's, okay, settling for second best as a serial Ooh. dating pattern. So in your life, everyone's in a relationship. You just want to be with someone so you settle for who's available regardless of the chemistry or connection it's kind of like in the barbie movie like ken is just kind of there <laughs> like you're just like well i just need a ken so we'll just put ken there uh ken to your barbie you just need a fill in it doesn't really hit it you're just doing it to to fit in um so you have a date to the thing that you want to go to now always the third wheel so you're settling you're always settling, settling. it's yeah. kind of like a, a fill in for your life i'm trying to think i mean I would. Th- I mean, when it first comes to mind would be, again the blues and the indigo. Yeah. The well, but I don't... you know, this could be anyone because yeah, de- I, I think this that. one depends on where how you feel about yourself inside. Mm. So, like, if you feel like you're, let's say you have a lot of confidence and you're going strong and like the wheels up for you at this point, you know, I think maybe that you wouldn't be going for second best. But if you feel kind of down on your luck and you're kind of in that mire, and I think any other, I think almost any aura color. Could I get agree it to with this. you. You, you know, know what? You're we, right. I think yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah, you're right. Like you just. Yeah, even a red. Like if I, you yeah. know, if you, get, if you catch me on the when I'm on that bottom of like let's say the Ferris wheel, the Ferris wheel, it's the Ferris mm-hmm. wheel, and I'm on the bottom of that Ferris wheel, and you catch me that day, yeah, that's what you're you're gonna. I'm like, yeah, like yeah, you know, I'm just gonna kind of like this is the best I can do. This is the best I can do. Say, yeah. all right, let's do it. You know. Yeah. But if you catch me on that top of that wheel, that's not gonna happen. So I think this could happen to anybody. But yeah. I don't know if you think there's a color. 
No, I think you're right. I actually, I think you're right. I was going to say yellows do this or blues, but you're right about the reds. You know, they can do any, like anybody Anybody. can do this. Maybe green would be. I know I can see them because greens can kind of shut down emotionally and just kind of go with the flow and then wake up one day and be like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) Like that a little bit because they can keep. So I think that can happen to anyone. I think the solution to this is a couple things. One, it's not fair to the other person you know, that you're right. with, they deserve somebody who's not settling. And, right. and two, I mean, just life, it can be fabulous on your own, you know, and really yeah. just, just believing in that part of you and not dragging someone else into it. I think when you're not ready. Okay. Last one. Yeah. And just okay. to add on that yeah. one, clearly Jeremiah from the summer I turned pretty <laughs> was uh, a settle for, for belly. Yeah. And I don't know what color his belly is, but, uh, she'd be like purple blue. I okay. Think. Yeah. So yeah. She was a set. So, yeah, it could be any color. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Last one. Good. Good Let's to know. Let's do one more. Yeah. Last I know, one. I know everyone needed to know that. Serial <laughs> dating patterns would be game playing. All of a sudden, love isn't a connection. It's about a game and you're beating it, you know? So it's, you notice they're online. You didn't message me. You know, I'm going to get you. You start to call them out, ask why they didn't ask you out again. You go to someone without telling them why. You aren't mature about the whole process. You instead make some sort of whodunit game out of it. Um, if, you know, you try to, trick them into things or you're putting energy into it being something that you know is already negative. So you come into it and you're like, okay, this isn't going to work out. How do I find out that they're a jerk? And right there, you're setting yourself up for that ending. Yeah. You know, so you're waiting for the other shoe to drop because you kind of come in pessimistic about it. And then you start like playing the game. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like purple. Purples do this. Maybe the pinks a little bit. Yeah. Purples, pinks, yellows. Maybe an unbalanced red. As, you know, maybe I can see playing some games, like, like head games, more head games. They can thing. be a little bit, if they have an, I can see red or if they have an idea because they've been slighted so much in the yeah. dating world. And then they're like, you're just trying to take money from me. You're just trying to get a free dinner. Yeah, you know, like you're that. just trying to meet me out and take my money. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. You just want to sleep with me, you know, like, uh, you know, so you just have these like, so I'll show you, you know, yeah, like that. I'll show you. Yep. So it. Yeah, so give people some credit, I think, would be the take a break would be another way to, to break this up. Um, walk away. If somebody's playing games with you, just walk away. It's not worth the energy. You're never going to know these people. It doesn't matter if you win. Nobody's handing out trophies or gold stars or anything. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's going to set us up for yes. our next segment. Yes. Yeah. We're going to do, you know, do a little break, and then you're going to be talking about your dating patterns and aura color. But mm-hmm. then after that, like you said, this is going to be this big this, – this idea for the episode came out of this Taylor Swift because you've cracked the Taylor Swift dating pattern. I feel like I did. You're, I, yeah. You've done it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I feel like I did. The only person on earth who's done it. <laughs> but you've done it. Oh, wow. All right. We'll take a quick break. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. I just got done with my workout today, my workout with Copilot. I talk to my personal trainer, Olivia, almost every day. I ask her questions. I ask her for more inspiration. She designs workouts for me based on what I want and what my goals are. Listen, Copilot is an affordable one-on-one remote personal training service that provides personalized workouts tailored to your goals and available equipment. You get accountability and support from a real person with the flexibility to work out on your own schedule, all for the fraction of the cost of in-person training. 
they focus on what I want to focus on. My goals are to sleep better, to be more consistent, not drastic changes. You know, these are real people giving you support with personalized workouts. Sometimes I can't go to the gym and I only have 12 pound weights at home left over from the pandemic. And my trainer, Olivia, made me a bunch of varied workouts and I don't have to think about it. I just put in my headphones and get started on a workout that's designed just for me. And you can too. Go to go.mycopilot.com slash know your aura to get a 14 day free trial with your own personal trainer. That's go.mycopilot.com slash know your aura for a free 14 day trial. And our unique link will be in our show notes as well. It is so hard to see ourselves. I mean, even me, myself, it is so hard to see myself. The saying goes that the closest thing to your face is your nose and you can't even see it. And it's true. And and that is how we all are. It is absolutely impossible to see ourselves. It's the hardest thing to look at, which is why I do love auras because it is a lens in which perhaps you can see yourself. And one of the ways that we're going to talk about it today is through your dating patterns. It is really hard to ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? Why am I attracting the same person over and over again? Why am I not attracting anybody? What is happening? I can't figure it out. I mean, that is, even though you might feel really alone in that, just because I do so many readings and I read a lot of lovely single people Listen, like this is actually a, the most common experience, the most, and even the people that you see who are constantly attracting people, they might not be attracting people that are right for them, you know, like, or people, you know, maybe you're somebody you don't, you don't attract anybody. You're like, oh, my friend, she's always finding somebody. I don't get it. It's like, you don't know if these are the right person, people for her. So just because somebody's attracting people doesn't mean they're attracting the right people. So it's not just about attracting people. It's about attracting the right people into your life for relationships. And the third thing I have to say about this is even people who are in a relationship, it doesn't mean it's perfect. All right. Like every relationship has its issues. I say we choose the issues and nothing's perfect you actually end up choosing your problems. I mean, you could look at it that way if you want if you wanted to. You could say I choose the good things and I also choose the problems. Some problems bother people and the same problem might not bother somebody else. All right? So, we're thinking about that too when we talk about dating patterns. It's truly you and your unique experience with your pattern. And looking at yourself is what we're doing today. So think about yourself with this. If, if you're happily in a relationship, use this information to think about maybe your friendships in life or just your past and give you some insight on that. And maybe you could even help a friend who is struggling. Okay, so what is a dating pattern? It's who you tend to date. So I love in a reading, I'll, you know, give me a bunch of your exes, give me a bunch of photos of your exes. I can, so I can see the pattern. I can see what the, your type is. I can see what energy you're attracting. Like what is the repetition here and how does it link up 
to you because there is always a pattern. There's always, you, you have a type. Um, and there's some connecting link between them all. So that's the big one. And, and, and also don't think of them as people if that's too hard because that can get complicated. Think of every relationship from your past may be a symbolic experience or a metaphor. If, if you were in a book and they were a literary symbol, what do they mean to the reader? Okay. Maybe you, I like to take myself out of things sometimes and look at things more symbolically in a way to bypass the ego tendency to not let us get close to ourselves to take a deeper look. So that's your little loophole out of it. Kind of take yourself out of it and be like, what would, if, if this was a book, what is that, per, what does that character represent? What does that character represent? What does that character represent? Because that's another way you can look at your dating pattern. Another thing you got to ask yourself is what did these people do for me? Positive and negative. I don't know what that guy did to me for me. He cheated all the time. I was constantly paranoid. I was sick over it. I was stressed. I was always worried that he was, you know, going to talk to somebody or find somebody or this. Is, yeah. Okay. Now, wait a second. We're getting closer. How did that serve you? Oh, it didn't serve me at all. Oop, knee jerk reaction. That's your ego. Seriously. How did it serve you? Oh, well, it served me because I had a really emotionally unavailable dad figure in my life. And this is what love feels like to me. If I don't struggle for it, if I don't wrestle for it. If I don't chase it, it's not real. Whoa. Now we just got somewhere because at the end of the day, whatever this pattern is, it is something that you are going to have to work on in your shadow self. What is your shadow self? Your shadows, your shadow self are the unhealed parts of you, which show up subconsciously all the time. Your shadow self rules you until you notice it and you start doing the shadow work. Shadow work feels crappy. <laughs> shadow work usually requires therapy. Shadow work is not super duper fun. Um, shadow work is a bunch of truths that piss you off. But at the end of the day, what it is, is um, it's you healing that wound that is actually taking over your life. If you don't take over the shadow work in for yourself, those pieces will continue to create patterns in you to just keep you going on that cycle. All right. So for example, let's say you were really ignored as a child. Your parents were going through a bad divorce and you had to be like really independent. And this is just my, for example, and now you're only attracting partners who are super emotionally needy. And because, okay, you feel empowered when you're with these people in control. You feel like you can be in the one in charge. You're like, okay, they're not going to leave me because they're emotionally needy. I'm the person they lean on. So I feel, I feel in control with these emotionally needy people. I feel safe. I feel important. And then you're like, but wait a second. I have a pattern of these people just hurting me in other ways. Like they don't make me a priority or they won't make long-term commitments to the relationship or they're never actually healing their issues. So then when I'm ready to take the next step, they can't. They always stay in their emotional needy state. And I'm always in this mom role to them. So you start noticing this and you're like, ooh, I get it. When you notice these things, what happens is they diminish. When you name the wound, the wound has way less control over you. 
And that's, that's why your ego, which is the human part of you, your ego does not want you to look at your shadow self because the ego likes you to keep doing things the same, right? The ego likes for you to do things the same because you already know how to do it and you're successful at it and you're alive because that's the ego's big deal to keep you here and keep you doing the same thing all the time and keep you in a pattern that you are not conscious to. So we can't talk about your dating patterns without looking at your family, your family in aura color, um, without looking at your, the fam, you know, your family system and their auras and thinking about how you were raised, what motivated them, what you learned to do subconsciously through the family unit. It all plays a role, positive and negative. You can have the most positive, loving, supportive, awesome family. You still have to look at them because they're affecting your dating patterns negatively and positively. So it's, it's really not your, it's, I don't like to say it's anybody's fault. It's just kind of an awareness of what you were in the family and how it's affecting you with bringing romantic partnerships into your life. Because at the end of the day, your ego wants to reproduce whatever you came from. And sometimes, sometimes people are great at this and they reproduce what they came from beautifully. Or some people are like, no, I do not. They're very aware and they're like, no, I don't want what I came from. That was really negative. And they do everything correct to get the opposite. All you need is is a, an awareness and then you can make these choices and go through the loophole. But you got to look at your family. It's such an individual thing. So that's something it's hard to make generalizations on because literally it depends on your aura colors and your parents' aura colors and your siblings' aura colors and how they all interact. I mean, at the same time, like I can see parents and I can see two sisters and both of you react to how you were raised in completely different ways. And a lot of times, if one was the loud one, you're the quiet one. If you were the loud one, they're the quiet one. So it's kind of loud, meaning if you spoke your truth or who knows how you're acting out or or how you're showing up in life. So it's very individualistic and way too individualistic to make generalizations about, but you can do that. You can look and listen, like I said, all families have a pattern and that's not a negative thing. It's just humans raising humans. We're, we're just people and we raise other people. Um, and understanding what your family vibe was like and how it contributes to your dating pattern is how you can just make conscious choices that take back your control in your dating life. Because, like I always say, we don't do what's good for us. We do what's normal for us until we see it and make the choices and changes to do differently. So I will talk about dating patterns that I generally see for each aura color, but this is so, these are just little tips of icebergs, tiny little tips of an iceberg. And underneath is a huge mountain of ice that is so individual to you and your experience. And you guys are so smart and you guys, I you, you are so deep and I want you to give yourself the space and time to sit in you and think, okay, what what is different about me? What's special about me? What's individualized about me in relation to this? So my goal with talking about each aura color and kind of how I see the patterns materialize in generalized ways in each aura color, my goal is for you to just get a little nudge, a little sprinkle of wake up wisdom and be like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, hang on. And then you go on a whole 
this is how it applies to me journey. All right. So we're just nudging in the direction of self-awareness for dating patterns. Okay, red auras. What do I see pattern-wise with red auras? Just And like I said, this is very general. Generally, I see like reds are very into what somebody looks like. Um, the, the sexual chemistry is really important for red auras. So they can kind of go that way first, the physicality, the lust. Red auras do not mind a dynamic relationship. All right. So they don't mind a little bit of chaos. They actually like that because then I notice a pattern with reds is they come in being a savior or a leader or I fixed it or a white knight or a white princess in shining armor to save the day and someone who is messy that they can fix. This is a pattern I see with red auras. I see red auras in relationships a lot with other people who have really bad boundaries and the people that they end up in relationships have no way they can't stick up for themselves. They don't like confrontation. They're ter- they have something wrong with their family situation and they feel like really unprotected or f- friend situation or an ex partner situation or something where they do not have boundaries and they can't stick up for themselves. And they're really bad at self-advocacy. And then they will pick a red or a person, save me, fix me. And lean into them and decide that the red aura person becomes their boundaries. You're my boundaries. And then I'll see the red aura person like fighting all their fights for them. And I can see red auras sometimes finding themselves. I have a pattern of being used in relationships. Like they needed me. I came in. I saved the day. I told this person off. I gave them boundaries. I tried to protect them. And then what happens is some I can I see a lot of patterns where the person who needed all this saving becomes resentful of the red aura person for their strength that they themselves leaned on when they needed it. Don't tell me what to do, you know. So, you know, they can and and then the red aura can feel very cast aside when no longer of any use. And that, that can be really hard. I see a lot of red aura women constantly being like, you know, I came in, I did everything they asked me to do. I said my piece. I, I helped you. I fixed this. I gave you this idea. I did this for you. And then you just throw me away when, when you feel like you're strong enough or whatever. And, and that's not nice. So that's a pattern. Blue auras, blue aura patterns. People who need nurturing, people with excuses, people who aren't good at expressing thanks or gratitude. You know, blue auras just don't always need to hear thank you externally because they can feel the glow when they give themselves over their partner. But they forget that they do need someone to be self-aware enough to give gratitude back to them as well. So blue auras can end up feeling like a parent figure to a partner. Like, let me nurture you. Let me help you. Let me feed you. We take care of you. But then they can also feel like themselves aren't being looked after at all and expected to just always serve without gratitude being given. Um, and then the big thing with blue auras is they always feel like selfish. If they're like, hey, can you say thank you? Or, you know, can you take care of me too? All of a sudden they're like, oh, that's selfish of me. <laughs> you know, that's how I'm selfish. And, and blues cannot handle feeling selfish. Like that is the ultimate slur to the blue aura. Don't call me selfish. And that's the tactic that gets used on them often in relationships by the other person because they know that. And so blue auras often in relationships will talk themselves out of self-advocacy because they feel others' feelings 
and innermost wounds. So they, they just end up giving a lot of excuses for somebody who just isn't getting better and who will just ultimately, the other person's usually the selfish one that they, they end up picking a lot of selfish people and catering to their needs and then being kind of left to the side or wayside. Yellow aura patterns, you know, yellow auras and their quest to make this life beautiful. They do tend to find people who look good on paper first. Okay. You know, you check all the boxes, you have a job, you look clean. (laughs) Okay. You don't live in your mom's house. Okay. Right there. We're in love. (laughs) You know, so sometimes it's like, what looks good on paper first? Emotion second. People who are ready for a similar life plan as they have. Oh my gosh. You want to get married and have a house on a hill and 2.5 kids too? This is it. We got it. We have a similar goal timeline. We're in love. Let's do it. Um, They can get, sometimes yellow auras will pick like a fixer upper partner. Like, oh, you need restructuring. And you're open to me coming in and doing that. Cool. Because yellows will fix you. If you give them like, hey, free reign, fix it. They're like, oh, I'll fix you. Come on. Come here. Let me just do it. Um, They can start living in. Here is the deal with yellows. And this is yellow auras. I need you to get a little closer to the microphone here. Put it up to your ear. (laughs) Put on your listening cap, okay? (laughs) Because this is what I see with yellow auras a lot. Now, your ego isn't going to like this, yellow auras. So... I need your egos not to be mad at Megan. Okay, here I go. I can see yellow auras get in the pattern of they live in the future with somebody and ignore the present. And then they can freak out partners by moving ahead before the other one's ready. And then they wonder why they got ghosted. Okay, so I can see yellow auras being way too future focused with a partner instead of present moment focused. So they're like, oh, you're only dating three months. It's like, I started to look at houses should I freeze my eggs? <laughs> you know, like, where, wh- let me look at your resume. How's it doing on LinkedIn? L- let me get you started. Cause you really should get on this track before we start having babies, you know, like that. And it's like, ma'am, we've only been together three months because yellows will do that to themselves. And then when they're in love with somebody, they can, they tend to kind of like, or they feel like close or safe with somebody. They, they're like, Oh, I can talk to you the way I talk to myself in my head. Okay, cool. And it can start to be a little like, future hypothetical based instead of present moment based. You got to watch that when you're a yellow aura. And here's the second part of this. Yellow auras attract love bombers because of this. Those are people who will say everything you want to hear up front. Let's get married. Let's have a baby. Oh my gosh. Yes. See, that doesn't freak yellow auras out because they're already thinking like that. You know, they're already like first date. Can I marry you? Like, it's kind of like, they don't even like to waste time, you know? So they straight, straight to the cut to the chase. Is that it? Like they cut right to it. Like let's, let's get straight on what, what we're doing here. So yellows don't think it's abnormal to think like that. So it's hard to catch the love bomber red flag when you're a yellow, which it sucks. Cause you don't want to get ghosted, you know? So try to be more present moment when you're yellow. Okay. We're going to be right back and talk about green auras. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. Perfect timing because fall is here and it is sweater weather and we could all use a bit of a refresh to our wardrobe. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order at Jenny Kane. You can go to JennyKane.com and use code KYA to get 15% off. My cashmere cocoon sweater is something I never want to take off. I've found 
any situation to wear it in and any reason in all the seasons, but fall especially. Sweaters are my it item and I'm obsessed right now also with their Flynn cashmere sweater. You have to take a look at it. It's the perfect everyday v-neck and the cashmere Frances polo is a really cool vintage inspired staple and they're back in new shades and you can bet I'm adding both to my own cart ASAP. Find your forever pieces at jennykane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code KYA at checkout. That's 15% off your first order. JennyKane.com, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code KYA, and let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, green auras, um, dating patterns. All right, This this is a pretty deep one. So let's dive in here. Green auras are pretty upfront about their expectations and wants and needs in a relationship. And, and green auras are pretty much like, they'll tell you like, this is the kind of relationship I want. All right. So, you know, I'd like, I want to be boyfriend, girlfriend with you. Okay. They're, they're straight up with that. Or I want to marry you. They're straight up about that. Or, um, I'm interested in hanging out with you, but I don't want to label it right now. They will say that. And here's the deal. They don't, really diverge from what they initially say. But what happens is they'll attract fixers or people who think they can get them to change or deviate from what they intend or deviate from what they initially say. So when a green aura says like, I'm cool with just hanging out with you and like whatever it is, friends with benefits, or I'm cool with this just being um, a girlfriend, girlfriend thing or boyfriend, boyfriend thing or boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Like I'm cool with that. Um, they're not deviating from that. So they can attract people who are like, well, if I just stay here a while, then, and we do this together, we do this together. And then, you know, he did this with me or she did that with me, which means that it's changed. If they didn't say it, it didn't like, it's not happening. Okay. But after, so green auras are like, I said it now it's set in stone and they attract these fixers who are like, well, I can change them. Then after a while, when the green aura's partner suddenly wants something new and feels entitled to it by, by their own logic, okay, the green aura can feel bombarded with this information and emotional blowback. Like, why won't you make a commitment? Why won't we get married? Why won't you merge funds with me? Why won't we buy a house together? Why don't you move when I'm, you know, why don't we have a label? Um... Greens attract people who want to change them. That is the dating pattern with the green. And then the green aura can kind of feel bad about themselves when they like things as they are and they don't want to change to whatever the other person needs it to be. And it's a subconscious way, I feel, for green auras to express their own self-fulfilling prophecy of I'm not enough or I'm not successful or, or something. Kind of attracting people that want to change them and then they have to say, no, I don't want to change. And then they have to hear that there's something wrong with them. I think it's, it might be, that's the shadow work with the greens there. So yeah, if greens say something, that's it. Like no matter what you feel, it doesn't mean it's not real. It just means that and they don't reestablish what the terms are of the relationship. It's not different. And I think when green or is green or is you have to know that other people don't think like that. You think like that, but other people don't think like that. And that's a pattern I see for greens. 
And I've had to talk to a lot, you know, (laughs) I've had to talk a lot of greens about this, (laughs) you know, like in readings, like, okay, hey, green aura, I know that you said that. And I understand that you were really clear, but for whatever reason, they interpret all your actions as agreements to their vision and not your vision. And they're like, why? (laughs) Because they're greens. Okay. Purple auras. Purple aura dating patterns. I mean, they're passionate. They're dynamic. They love a bit of lust, a bit of drama. Sound like red auras? Yes, because reds and purples do make a team usually in dating uh, patterns. But yeah, they have a lot of that in common with the reds. Um, Purples can find a lot of interest in people who are messy and alternative and creative. And they love pushing buttons of people who say they aren't going to do something. So, you know, they like to pick people who are a little more serious and be like, ooh, how can I get you to like, how can I get your top to blow? How can I get you to say something? How can, how can I push that button? How can I poke that bear? They get into that too. They will try to get a rise out of a partner to see if there's more here than what's going on. They tend to push the envelope in their dating history and attract people who will push back. Then when it doesn't work out, or it explodes in their face, they'll feel like everything they do is just messy and have regret. They do like to try to challenge people and change people just to see if they can do it. That is the pattern I see with purple people. They can use their dating history as uh, their, their dating pattern or their dates, past relationships as some sort of context in which they can walk through fire. Um, They're looking for a place where they can create an environment where they get burned to ashes and they can rise out of it. And that sounds poetic, but it gets exhausting. And looking back, I will see purples with their dating history, just picking one messy situation after another, one chaotic situation after another. And that can be a purple or a dating pattern. Indigos. Indigos, you know, they'll blend into relationships. This is their dating pattern. Um, They can kind of merge into another person. They tend to constantly modify their outward actions to that of whatever their partner's ideals are. Um, All of a sudden, they can decide to speak their mind, and then they totally freak out their partner. Because, like, indigos have always a part of themselves. They kind of put away. They kind of box it up and stick it somewhere. And they know it's there, but... They're not always comfortable showing that part to their partner until, like, they're way into it. And some partners are like, okay, cool. Thanks for showing me that random side of you. I didn't completely know existed, but I can embrace and accept. But some partners are like, oh, my God, (laughs) you're you're not for me or I don't like that, you know. Um, So I... See, with indigos, they don't show all of them. They don't show all their cards right away. It takes them a while. And when they do show all their cards, they can get rejected when they're much deeper into the relationship than others. Uh, They do tend, and and that's where the shadow work comes in, because indigos, when this doesn't work out well, I see it's because they tend to pick people who will give them the exact reaction they fear as to give their egos that self-fulfilling prophecy of... You know, whatever you actually are isn't lovable, depending on how you were raised, really. So they they can lose identity in partnerships and keep parts of themselves tucked away and never show it. 
out of fear that they won't be embraced or loved. And then when they do show it, if they pick, if they keep picking the wrong people, they're picking people that will reject them in a, and it's subconsciously on purpose so that they feel as rejected as they did. And usually it links back to something growing up. Turquoise's dating patterns. You know, turquoises try a lot of different identities on in relationships. They might not even have a pattern. And maybe like that's the pattern, not having a pattern because you're turquoise. <laughs> I just read this lovely turquoise girl last week. And the first thing I got looking at her energy, I'm like, you know, there are so many different versions of you. And I think you're wondering which one you are. But like Spirit's saying like, you know, they're all you. They're all you. It's all you. And and I feel like with turquoises in dating patterns, you might look and the pattern might be that you are somebody different in each relationship. And that's the pattern. You just kind of dip in your toe in the waters of different partners so you can absorb whatever you needed from them. To try to be someone or to try to find yourselves, but... You know, sometimes turquoises will only find themselves in lots of different conflicting ways through relationships. And that's not probably the best way to find yourself. You know, you want to find yourself on your own first and then be comfortable with who you are so that when you go into a relationship, somebody else isn't like, oh my gosh, you know, who are you? Or because I, and I told this to the girl in the reading, I'm like, it's like loving a mirror. It's like loving a full length mirror. Loving a turquoise aura is like loving a full length mirror. Because they will love you so much back, they'll reflect you. So if you're not comfortable with you and you love a turquoise, you better see yourself and be okay with yourself because they'll show you yourself. So if you're a turquoise and you keep picking people who aren't confident in themselves and they have lots of insecurities, you're picking them and then you get rejected because once they see themselves, they self-reject, which turns into them you know, not being super nice to you as a turquoise. I hope that makes sense. It's like they just don't want, they don't like themselves, so they can't be with you. And are you picking people that don't like themselves in an attempt to show them themselves and help them? Deep. I know. Turquoises. Uh, I do see with turquoises, they tend to gravitate to relationships, towards other kind of alternative types of people too, like people on the edge or the fringe of society, and they find comfort. They're like other misfit, like, you know, like the the misfit Island of Toys in, in the Rudolph movie. <laughs> like, it's like, okay... Maybe, and, and maybe you have nothing in common with these relationships, except you feel like a misfit and they're misfits and that's it. And, and you can just mistake that for a romantic connection, but it's just something you have in common. It's not really a romantic connection. So you have to be careful that you don't settle in that. I hope that makes sense. That, cause those are some, uh, turquoise dating patterns. And finally, pinks, pink auras. I mean, I guess with pink auras, <sighs> It's funny because they love love, but they also love themselves too. And like they can have a relationship with their joy bubble and be totally fine. And they can be in a, in a relationship and they can have the other person enter the joy bubble with them and that can be fine too. So pinks love love and they're totally okay with whirlwind moments and romantic interludes and fast romances. And sometimes I see in their dating patterns, they'll find themselves just head over heels and completely stubborn about some sort of flash connection and will quickly just upend it and leave when it doesn't work out or this other person becomes negative to them or something. So they can shut out the processing of this, though, because 
pinks are real good at like, yeah, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to go do something else and close the door to their joy bubble. And they can skip out on the much needed reflection and just jump back into the same pattern cycle. So kind of like romantic connection. Oh no, he's terrible. Romantic connection. Oh no, she's terrible. Romantic connection just over and over and over and over again. Okay. These are just patterns I notice. Hopefully that helps you kind of like, oh yeah, I've done that. Or yeah, I've done that. Or maybe I've done that. My friend's done that. Or my sister's done that or whatever. And all they're meant to do is open you up to see something in a different way so that you can perhaps find that pesky little thing that's been ruling you and controlling you and and look at it and shine a light on it and be like, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. Because like I said, once you name something, once you shine a light on it, once you call it out, it does not have the control over you anymore. And that is the freedom. That is the freedom. And if you find yourself like, yeah, but what's the solution? These, I, I have a terrible dating pattern. I get it. I see what I'm doing. Okay, good. Now what? Now what is, and as cliche as this sound, I swear to God, this is what works. Be in a relationship with yourself. Yes, I know that's cliche. I am so sorry. But be in a relationship with yourself. Seriously. You want a gift? You buy yourself that gift. You want to say something? You want to hear something about yourself? You say that to yourself. You know? You want to go on a trip, but you can't do it until you have a, a partner? Go on the trip. Take yourself to the movies alone. And if it's uncomfortable, lean into it. Why am I uncomfortable? Because it, 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 you, could, you should keep doing it till it's not. And you buy yourself the big butter popcorn, <laughs> you know. And, and if that's too much, you bring a girlfriend, bring, bring your boyfriend, bring somebody who's a friend who loves you. All right. Bring someone easy because you should really learn how to give yourself the love and really fashion it and design it the exact way that you want to receive it. It clears up the energy around you so that when somebody comes in and they start treating you in a way that you don't like, in a way that's inconsistent with the positive vibe in which you've been treating yourself, immediately you know something's off. Where in the past, you might have not known something was off because people can only meet you at the vibe you're at. So if you raise your vibe, okay, people that come in at a lower vibe, they'll feel off and wrong to you. So if you are at a higher vibe with treating yourself really well, only people who are at the vibe or higher can meet you and you're like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing. This feels good. Then immediately you know in your soul, in your body, in your gut, who's for you or not simply because of that. Know Your Aura is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've always known that speaking up for myself even though it's difficult, has been a challenge for me. There's just something with my brain. It just blocks me from being able to self-advocate. Well, therapy has helped me so much with finding the right words to advocate for myself. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, you might want to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash KYA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so now begins our Swifty breakdown. Okay. If you're not a Swifty, I advise you to go. Scott is forced to stay as a father of a Swifty. Yes. <laughs> I myself, I'm not going to call myself a Swifty because I don't know about her as much as a lot of people do. But Brianna, our daughter, is a is a huge Swifty, big she's a fan, Swifty. And, and, we, and Abby, she's a turquoise, and Abby's a Swifty she is now too. A Swifty. She is too. Yes. yes. So I feel like I have to preface that. But Scott, you need your two minute red rant because well, this is your only opportunity. Okay. Thank you for this. You're welcome. I appreciate it. It's been weighing on me the last few days when you told me this is the episode we're going to be doing. Yes, you've been randomly ranting constantly. I have been about just how I don't care. And I don't care about things and. <laughs> Just why do people care? I've been asking why people care for the last few days. I, I just have to say, I'm not going to go on a red rant here, but I'm just going to say, I, you gave me all the slides. I have the whole dating slides created by, I think, uh, Shelby, who did these. I don't know who half the people – I know a couple of these people. I looked at, through the slides. I don't know much about them. I know nothing of her dating history, and I don't care. But here I am. And I don't want to offend any Swifties today, so I really do care. I care a lot. Like you care about them, but I, you just don't care about this. I care. I really care about Taylor Swift finding love and happiness. And I hope <laughs> she truly finds love and happiness with whoever she chooses, whether okay. it be the guy on the Chiefs or one of the bonus Jonas brothers or something like that. I truly do care. Okay. Okay. All right. That wasn't too bad. That was a 45-second I timed you. Yeah. Um, rant yeah, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't too bad yeah. shout out to dr shelby yes. who is as invested in this as i am she made the most beautiful slides that you will see on my instagram post it is like an aura timeline to end all aura timeline so i really appreciate her all right so let's start with taylor swift so this is where this is taylor swift's dating pattern and again you cannot talk about dating patterns without talking about family auras and family histories so let's just start there so taylor little taylor swift and this is going to shock people she was a pink child she Whoa. was a pink i know that shocked me I, did that shock yeah, you it sure did okay so she was yellow pink as a kid now she's yellow purple okay all right now i would not say the purple's inauthentic because honestly a lot of pink kids lose their pink but i've been noticing and i think we all do she's got some pink tendencies yeah. in her life kind of like the fantasy a little bit living in a joy bubble she feels sometimes you know she's got a childlike vibe and whatnot and a lot of her music is very fantasy and and stuff like that and so i think that a lot of people connect to her that way they feel they feel like they want to protect her but also the media can come across and really get on her for her dating choices or in you know, all the things pinks usually get villainized yeah. for and i want to add that this is fantastic news news Man, I'm doing some slips today. Fantastic news for Taylor Swift because she now can join the pink chat. We have a pink chat. <gasps> yes, this I don't is know great. where it is. I'm not allowed in. No. You're not allowed in. No, there's you a vetting. You have to be confirmed pink, either yeah. a childhood or now. Yeah. She was before. Now I don't she's know. Yellow. Is it childhood? I don't know. Yeah, childhood. Is it? Oh, yeah, okay, I didn't know in. that. They will let you in if you I have I will not a, speak for the pink chat. If you have an MM confirmation <laughs> of childhood pink, 
they will let you win. Okay. So Taylor Swift has tried to get into the challenge. Oh, she tried, but she they did. had to she deny did. her. And they denied her. <laughs> well, now she can get it. But in. now she can get it. All right. Our pink chat, our MMSF pink chat. We yes. don't know where it is. It's very elusive. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> that is true. We're not even making that up. <laughs> so as a kid, so she's a little pink, yellow Taylor. So then I have to talk about her parents. So her dad is green and blue and her mom is yellow and blue. Now they look like the sweetest family. She's a brother too, who's green, blue. He's got a little purple in there as well. Um, her family looks really tight. I mean, I think they grew up on a Christmas tree farm, believe it or not. I mean, how, what it sounds like a perfect childhood. Her, and this is, this is where it's important to understand her parents. So you can understand her choices with people because my hypothesis for Taylor Swift is she finds permanence in green aura relationships and she finds green aura relationships as a way to lose herself or they might even feel more real to her. And then I feel like when she goes to her purple blue aura relationships, she finds herself again in her own voice. And I feel like this is why. All right. So her dad is green blue. He's a leader. He feels like he is really kind. He takes over for her. He's protective. He's got a lot of the structure, um, I think I'm right about this. I feel like he's in charge of her whole management and her team and everything. So he, he feels like he's got a good hat on his shoulders. He's really smart and he's green. So he feels like he will, can listen to things like green people can and, and separate emotion from it. So he feels like a great person to talk to. He also feels like when he says something, it makes sense and it's correct. So I feel like Taylor really trusts her dad to not only do the right thing, for her, but not always say what she wants to hear. Like he will say what the overall best thing is for everyone. And I feel like she associates that green energy with somebody who's true and real and forever and permanent and somebody that protects you and someone that looks out for you. Okay. So that's it. That's important with her dad. Now her mom is yellow blue. Yellow blue people tend to be really happy in supportive roles. Not all the time, but Usually. And I feel like her mom loves being there, being her best friend, being her support system. I bet you anything her mom knows every dancer's name and she's probably like always there and she knows all the details and she's like the mom of the group and all that. She just feels like she's really happy being supportive and loving and not in the shadow so much, but kind of, you know, behind Taylor behind her husband, you know, behind her son here. What can I do for you? How can I support you all the time? That's, I feel like how her mom truly is. She's authentically that way. And that makes her happy. That's how she's found her happiness. So how I feel this affects Taylor is that she's torn. She's torn. She's spotlight, queen, artist, creator. And I feel like in relationships, she has her mom as her female role model, but should I be the support system, you know, and should I date somebody who's more the leader? But at the same time, she is a leader. She is a force and she's found that voice in herself. So I feel like she gets torn and that's why in the more purple blue relationships, those guys are like, yeah, do you cool, whatever. Yeah. Be you, be you. But they, they don't have the structure. They don't put their foot down the way that sometimes green people do. So I feel like she just hasn't found the right balance of that yet. If that makes sense. All right. Okay. So that's my overall what green 
green guys auras do for her versus the purple blue guys auras and so the purple blue guys might feel less permanent to her more fun and more freeing and the green guys might feel maybe a little more restrictive but more real with okay. quotes around it all right and the other thing is we do have the the brother do we want to say his color oh or... her brother he's the yeah. other, other swift i don't know he... I, never, I didn't even know she had a brother yeah she's got a little brother oh, okay he is blue and green and purple he's like a tricolor i think okay. he's in theater and okay. media and stuff like that and production and he seems like I mean, he's artistic too okay i hope he's not that a jealous kind of guy because no would... i feel like honestly yeah they feel like the perfect family wow you know what i mean like now, no family's perfect now, but me, they feel pretty close now let me just throw this out here again i know nothing of this stuff but and we were talking about the dating patterns earlier in the show the dad's the green blue yeah you know sometimes daughters gravitate towards their dads yes and could it just be a case of you know her dad's green blue green blue you said they have a real good relationship. You yeah. think they do. Maybe she just likes, that's where she feels at home. Yeah, Like maybe, of you know, Abby might like a red blue <laughs> yeah. when she grows up. <laughs> right. Brie, I think with a red blue, it'd be fireworks and they'd kill each other. But being <laughs> no, a red, I, I think what you're trying to say is, and it's true, you seek out, and I just said this before, we yeah. seek out what's normal to us. Yes. So it's normal to her to, to find a male with that energy. Okay. You know, and then she doesn't know she should be like her mom, like a female with that type of energy, but she's not her mom. You know what I mean? And so, and so, uh, yes, I see what you're saying. I think she just hasn't found the right green guy yet, which we'll get to as we get through all the guys and why they weren't the right green guys yet. Um, cause a lot of them had purple in them and I don't think that that works for her so much. All right. All right. So now you want me to go through the people yeah, that she's That's your job dated. here. Yes. yes. And so, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. I'm not going to lie. No pink shaming. Right. True. True. <laughs> okay. All right. So, and Shelby has put the years down oh and my everything God. here. So it's 2008. The year's 2008. Yes. And in comes a Jonas. Yes. Now, she went with Joe Jonas. I would have went with bonus Jonas. But you keep that just me. You just like to say bonus Jonas. I know. And I think you put out a comment on one of the posts or something, and everyone's like, he's married. And it's like, Scott doesn't know anything. I don't know anything. I just love saying bonus Jonas. <laughs> Actually, we, you know, we should have started it, this episode instead of Jumanji. Is bonus Jonas? Oh, is yeah. This we still got a long way to go, so let's start playing Jumanji. Okay. But this time it's gonna be bonus Jonas. Bonus Jonas. All right, and I've already said it five times. Oh, I, someone did comment somewhere. Like, I think it was one of our reviews that for the podcast that they would like me to say at least Jumanji twice more. It was a guy, I think a guy, or, or no, someone was on a road trip with their boyfriend. And they introduced their boyfriend to the podcast, and they said they wanted their to for me to the, the one critique was that they wanted two more Jabajis at least per episode. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So let's go with Joe Jonas. So Joe Jonas has a green and purple aura, which green purples on their own, um, you know, when they're balanced and stuff, they're, they're great. Like a lot of chemistry. They're very confident. They're very creative. They're very sure of themselves. They're extremely secure. They like to be in charge. Um, Joe Jonas is going through a divorce right now with, uh, I forget her name, Sophie, it's queen uh, of the North, that maybe one. Maybe with bonus Jonas? Sure. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I, I feel like with him, he's the type, um, where he's, he, he kind of freaks me out. Like, I feel like he can ghost you or if he decides that it's done, it's over and he'll stop talking and you're just like, whoa, like you were my everything and now you took it all away, like that kind of thing. So I feel like with that, she felt a little bit like she lost herself in that relationship, but it did give her a lot of inspiration, of course, and it did give her a lot of 
ways to feel her feelings and express them as she does so well in all her albums. But, you know, her being purple, because Taylor is yellow purple, and I talk about this with purples, they find themselves in dynamic relationships as ways sometimes to reinvent themselves. And I feel like that's what Joe Jonas was to her. Okay. And in terms, so in terms of cracking this code, this yeah. is the green purple here. She's got the, he's got the green. Maybe the purple is throwing this one off. It, a lot of, insp- yeah, the green purple combo. And also, yeah. you know, it's, it's not just the auras, it's someone's intention yeah. and who they are at the okay. same time. He feels a little controlling, but I do get that. She seeks these things out to uh, to you know she likes the creative feelings that come with it got it it's like a big blender for her feelings and she gets to sort through them and be inspired okay yeah Yeah, the other thing i noticed as i'm going through this timeline is the years are very short in between the dating yeah so okay (laughs) oh yeah yeah so now it's 2009 yes i believe according to dr shelby's graph (laughs) graphic and i have a guy it says just friends Lucas Till. So she dated this guy named Lucas Till. And again, I'm not, I don't know everything about everybody, but I think that they were together, but then they were like, well, I think he was quoted as saying something like they were just friends. Oh my God, you guys, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Anyways, he's yellow blue that I do know. And I feel like that probably is true. Like it's like her mom, you know, like he seems like a real sweet guy. Very nice. Very kind. I can see there not being a ton of spark there and it being like, a real safe place to land after Joe Jonas. Like, wow, you're so kind and nice. You hold the door for me and you let me talk and stuff. So I feel like that, like that was nice for her, but, but also didn't, you know, inspire her to write any songs, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're right. I mean, maybe he felt like mom. Yeah. Because it's like mom's nurturing. yellow blue. Yeah. Like nurturing, like a great place to heal. Yeah. They could watch movies and laugh together. Yeah. You know, and, and they're friends. Yes. I get that. I feel, and I feel like him and the mom did get along. This is my psychic interpretation. Oh, yeah. Him and the mom got along very well. Oh, I'm well. sure the mom did. They did a lot of yellow organizing, organizing together. They crocheted or yes. something. All right. So that's 2009. <laughs> now, we're, now we're moving on here. Yes. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So before we keep talking about Taylor Swift's dating pattern, we have to talk about Lumi. Yes. Let's talk. About, oh, my gosh. I got it. What? The Joe Jonas, bonus Jonas. Yeah. Why it didn't work out? Yeah. He didn't have Lumi. Oh, my God. I think you're forget on the, Forget the green purple something. padding. He didn't have Lumi. Yeah. Well, Lumi is a whole body deodorant. It's the first of its kind. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. I mean, pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It is clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor up to 72 hours. How? Well, unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, and paraben-free, pH-balanced for safe use below the belt and Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers it comes with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice i like the mini body wash and the deodorant wipes and free shipping as a special offer for listeners new customers get five dollars off a Lumi starter pack with code kya at lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code kya 
And this is strange. Okay. So okay. This, this other person is named Taylor. Yeah, Taylor so, Lautner. All right. So that would be weird dating a Taylor. I mean, her name is Taylor. His name is Taylor. Yeah. That would be just weird off the bat. Only because That's you're like to fail right away. You're 20 years behind any major headline. Yeah. They were. It was that was already. That was already a joke. This has been discussed. Oh, that's been Taylor and Taylor. Okay. This, yeah. And this guy looks. He is. This is Shark Boy. Yeah, that's oh Shark my God, Boy. She dated Shark Boy. <laughs> Wait, she dated Shark because you know the kids love Shark Boy and Shark Lava Boy Girl. and Lava Girl or Jacob from Twilight. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But <laughs> that's Shark. She dated Shark Boy. She dated Shark Boy. Okay. I can, How cool is I'm that? I'm finding a pattern here too. What? You know, football player now Shark Boy. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm going to come to my own conclusion at the end of this. Well, All Taylor right. Lautner. A.K.A. Sharp Boy. He's purple blue. Okay. And honestly, that just seems like such a sweet relationship. I think they're still friends. I think I feel like because he actually, weird, oddly enough, he I think he married somebody named Taylor too. What? <laughs> no, stop it. Somebody. There's no way that's I true. I wish I actually did have a real assistant, and I'd be like, look that up, make sure that's correct, because I feel like. Well, I know him and his wife came to the heiress tour one okay. night, and there was like uh, the three Taylors. So I'm, pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure he married another girl That's named insane. Taylor. No, there's no way. <laughs> I, I don't believe you. I, I'm, I'm more believing twin uh, flames. Their twin flames are more real than hang that. On. I don't believe you. Th- th- now I got to look this no, up. We'll just, we'll get no, back to it. nope. I'm in the middle of it. I'm we, sorry. I'm not we even got, editing this. We got a this lot out. of men to go through. I know. There, people. Taylor Lautner and wife. Yeah, her name is Taylor. That's insane. <laughs> uh, you're. you're you're blowing my mind. All right. Anyway, all right, fine. He's purple blue, and they're still friends. See, nice, easy, yeah. fun. Purple blue guys. She found herself again. She found her voice. Everything's going great, and then she goes to <gasps> John Mayer. Uh oh. Now I know. Okay, so this one I knew from Break because there's a song called Dear John. Oh she yeah. Told me about John Mayer. Oh yeah. And I, but I, isn't wait John May, isn't John Mayer? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to go. No, I'm he's sure. way older than her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, way older. He's but he gets older. like a real jerky reputation, right? Yeah. Like yeah. not a good reputation. And he's green purple too. Again, yeah. I'm not coming for you green purples. I feel like green purples in the industry can be tough. I'm just saying. But okay, yeah. So John Mayer, he, that uh, didn't yeah. let, let's see how long that lasted. That seems like it didn't last long either. Yeah. Oh, this is probably a good time to put like, I don't know Taylor Swift at all. No, I these, do. <laughs> these are all my own thoughts and opinions and allegedly everything. Okay. Like allegedly the song Dear John's written about him. Right. And that's what Brie right. told me. This is my source is Brianna, my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For all this information, my source is Brie. Um, but didn't, wait, okay. I, I could be totally wrong on this. Okay. But isn't John Mayer with like Andy Cohen or someone? No. Or Anderson Cooper? Yeah, I know what you mean. Him but, and Andy Cohen are like best friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't think they've had a really, I don't think that. I don't think John Mayer goes that way, but I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. But, like, I do feel like John Mayer... I mean, listen, she already wrote a song about it. He sounds like he was a jerk to her. And I feel like, again, like, after Joe Jonas with the Green Purple, she threw herself in there. She created. She, like got lost in it. She kind of got messed up by it. Then she had to recover with some other relationships. Then she goes into John Mayer and she lost herself yeah. and got all screwed up in this one too. And by screwed up, I mean like her purple was like, whoa, okay. you know, and you have to like reinvent yourself, you know, after a breakup, it's like a whole sure. thing and find her own voice. It's, it's a, it's rough right now out there. I mean, right yeah. now I'm team shark boy. If I, had I know, to. but all right, let's go on to the next one. So the next one, I don't, okay. This go is ahead. Corey and I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Monteth. Okay. Yeah. Corey Monteth. Well, he actually died very sad. It was just really sad. That's really sad. He's well, such a sweet guy. Dating? No, no, no. Oh, after, after. Okay. um, he's, 
he is purple blue. So we're back. To and he blue. seems like just a sweet, a sweet guy. He actually, I was always worried about him because I, I watched Glee and stuff like that. And I would be like, oh, he's always wearing like inauthentic green. You know, I feel like he wasn't comfortable. With, too many feelings for him. He had too many feelings and they would infiltrate him and he'd try to block them out. Poor guy. Anyways, Corey, purple blue. And he feels like he was, he's just a gentle person. Yeah. And someone that she felt safe with especially somebody after after the situation with john and whatever went down there i feel like Corey was a place she felt safe and a place where it was kind and mutual respect and and there was just like uh it was nice for her maybe she felt like she was helping him a little bit too you know so it it feels like a more nice relationship in that way okay so so far we've been going back and forth green purple yeah. purple blue uh-huh. green purple purple then blue. she so- has a whole all right overhaul. all right because i'm I mean, if I'm going to the, I haven't gotten to the next slide yet, but I'm okay. assuming if it was, the guy's going to be a green. Yeah. So let's see if I'm right. Here we go. Next one is, oh, okay. I know why yep. this one didn't work out. The next one is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. And that's an obvious reason why it did not work out. Everyone knows he's up on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> so this is not going to work. Well, okay. Okay. Anyways, he's green and indigo. Green and, indigo. and- oh. Uh, she, she she goes on a green indigo kick, which we will continue to talk about. But the green indigo thing, a little different than the green purple. Um, green indigo is very deep. I mean, they feel everything really strongly. They relate to you really hard. They're kind of like Conrad from The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they, you know, but they can also go all in and then pull back and then go all in and then pull back and everything's like really hard for jake gyllenhaal i feel like it's really hard for me and this is really hard for me and this is really hard for me and um you know she wrote that song all too well allegedly about them and i feel like he was all in and she was like oh my god the head over heels like floating in your energy and then he just retracted and then she was completely probably felt like she was naked and alone and afraid and just like oh my god like ripped to shreds after this one so that's jake gyllenhaal yeah okay all right so then so now we're going this it seems like a very short period of time here has passed because we're still in the same year and then comes this guy eddie eddie redmayne all right and i know this guy very well okay we're friends no just kidding but i know this guy and i understand why they broke up why because i he did the sequel to the harry potters right yes and (laughs) literally i don't know how that ever made it into a movie because i could not understand one word this man said i put on the closed captioning they didn't understand what he said it was like garbled closed captioning so obviously they broke up because, you know, he he could be saying anything and she wouldn't know what he's talking about. I don't even know but anyway. if it's official that they dated. Right, he's a green indigo too. He, oh, he's green indigo. Yeah. I don't even know if it's official that they dated. Like these are one of those things like where they met on an audition or something like that. And then it was like rumors and you don't know, you know, but he kind of put the kibosh on that. He's like, no, that didn't happen. Like that, you know, all that. And I feel like um, okay, it might have been a connection and then i don't know i think something more happened there than he's going to admit yeah and maybe she will too i but yeah yeah i think it has to do with their voices and <laughs> enunciating words you doesn't understand because taylor swift is you know she says her words very clearly you understand yeah. what miss americana and the heartbreak prince are saying mm-hmm. when she's when she's doing it and him he's like uh, uh, uh. yes and that was you the figured whole it out scott yeah, that's okay. it all right so next is zach efron right is he the barbie guy that's the Barbie guy, right? No, that's no. not. You're, that's Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. And not it, the Barbie guy. So Zac Efron and her allegedly did not date. Oh. 
All right. Just friends. Yep. They both so, say, yep, Shelby's grandpa Dr. Shelby friend. says just friends. Yes. Um, they, bo- they both say they were just friends. I just think it's interesting because he's, he's blue and purple too. Now we're back to the blue. Yeah. So again. I feel like she just had like maybe a good time with him. You know what I mean? Okay. Who knows what that looked like, but it was a place for her to recover. Okay. And, you know, get her voice back and her agency back. All right. So back to the pattern, those greens. Now we're back yeah. to this blue guy. All right. Next one I have here is Connor Kennedy. Yes. Do we know anything about him? Connor Kennedy. So she was like 22 when he was like 18 at the time. So okay. like he was still in high school. And, who and it was that like, person? oh, he's Robert Kennedy's kid. Oh, oh, a Ken- oh, she went for a Kennedy. Like a real Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's interesting because. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about him. It's just, if I would say like his family really keeps him under wraps energetically because he looks purple blue, but he wears green. So, and I think that that's just could be like the socialite and the appearances situation that they push on him lately in his pictures now. Cause I had to look at him when she, when he was dating her, he felt like a lot lighter and a lot more fun and a lot more kind of like alive and like a kid. Now he kind of seems a little darker to me. Like his blue and purple are real dark and he feels like he could, I feel like kind of angry. Anyways, I feel like the family might have just pushed her out of that situation. Um, and she just had no control over it, you know, because they're Kennedys and they're real organized. So that's my thought on that. All right. They had control over their kid in that way. All right. We're moving on to 2013 now. Yes. And in comes Harry Styles. Yes. Okay. So he, yeah. All right. So. I don't know. Oh, so this is interesting. I, oh, this is an interesting one. Yes. All right. So he, you have him down as purple indigo. So Harry Styles is purple. Blue, purple indigo. Indigo. Sometimes purple, he's blue. blue, like when he's working. I don't know. Like, but at the time they were dating a lot, I think he's authentically indigo. Okay. Um, they give me, now they give me twin flame vibes. I think really? in, in the all too well song, she alludes that I think Jake Gyllenhaal gave twin flame vibes. Now I am never, <gasps> ever going this... to argue with Taylor Swift. That is just my own feeling that I her need, and Harry were twin flames. I need my contact at E News. <laughs> Harry Styles and you heard it here first, people. No. Harry Styles and Taylor Swift are twin flames. This is a subjective thing. Yeah, I'm not. You know, these are subjective things. <laughs> we call the make these calls for ourselves. It's just that's what I like when I see them together. It feels like fun and it feels like dynamic and it feels like a really strong connection and. I think their I think their relationship was fast and furious and a little dramatic, but it also feels like their friendship was so strong and it really catapulted her to a different level of success in terms of her songwriting and her own uh, being able to express herself and taking ownership in her relationships. I feel like she she does that differently as we go forward from this, and I feel like he gave her um, a lot of friendship. With the love, and I don't feel like he took away the love. It just didn't work out for a lot, you know, probably logistical reasons or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I okay. so I feel like that's, and I, I, he's indigo purple, which is interesting. Um, so she took the indigo. She, I think that's such a good combo for her, you know. But again, twin flames they usually mm-hmm. don't work out. And what we haven't yet seen is that green blue combo. I don't know if it's coming, but we I have mean, not seen that yet. Well, you'll. Something's coming up. All right, keep All right. going. So we, I notice here that there is a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. So we go to like 2015, 2016, that Harry Styles, Dr. Shelby had at 2013. Calvin Harris. Yeah. Who's this guy? So Calvin Harris, she dated, I mean, 
He is purple, yellow, and green. He, to me, feels like he can turn it on or off. So I get with him. He is – that's the thing. Like, the green guys she ends up dating, they feel like they have kind of a, a toehold. Is that a word? Like a foothold in, in the industry in some way, in the same industry she's in. And I feel like that might be conflicting for her. Could I? I don't know who this guy is. He is a record producer, a songwriter, a DJ. He actually – I mean, this is what I read that he wrote. This is what you came for, you know, um, lightning. This is what you came for. Okay. It's a Rihanna song, but, uh, okay. and I guess Taylor wrote it with him. But I don't. Some, I think they added. They ended kind of on bad blood or something like that. Oh, bad, uh, bad blood. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like you didn't even mean to do that. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah. Well, she didn't come up with that expression like right. that. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think she did. Um, <laughs> She did. All the Swifties are going to be liking you at yeah. the end of this, actually. Oh, I'm trying to get them on my side. I know, I've been noticing that. You're merging into the relationships. I, yes. It's your serial I'm dating really, pattern. I'm, you know, I wasn't invested for the first three relationships. You're ever really since, invested ever now. Ever since we got to Shark Boy. <laughs> and the Taylor, Taylor, yeah, Taylor. I mean, that's crazy. And then, you know, with Brokeback Mountain Guy. And this has been it's wild. It's, it's wild it's, too. It's fascinating. You see why people care. And it's yeah, sure. And it's making the episode so long because she's dated so many people. It's well, this, great. I think know? with Calvin, here's the thing. I feel like she this is the first green guy she went toe to toe with. And she was like, No, you know, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like her yellow came out. And it's like, actually, this is my thought, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So I feel like to me, I feel like this is the first guy she might have gone a little toe to toe with, like in a way that she was aware of and powerful over. So it feels important to the her, I don't know, development that way. But still, the green and the purple. He's yellow Again. too. All right. Yeah. All right. So now we go, we're going into this is 2016 going into 17 again from this is all from Dr. Shelby's graphic. Yes. And I like this one because what I haven't been saying is that for every guy, she has song lyrics. Yes. That I believe Shelby, Dr. Shelby thinks or maybe it's known are about that guy. Yeah. Okay. So I like this one because it's Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. and her his song lyrics come from Getaway Car. Yeah. And that is my fa- favorite Taylor Swift song. Yeah, you like Swifties, that one. I love Getaway Car. All right, so who is who is this Tom Tom Hiddleston? He's like fella? Loki. I don't know if you know the Disney. Loki? You know, I don't know. I don't watch it. It's okay. on. I don't know. I'm he's sorry. also a green. He's an actor. Okay. Okay. So green, he's purple. green purple, and um, they didn't date that long, like only a couple months or whatever. And I feel like it was kind of quick, and it feel. I think they only have like nice things to say about each other. So when I look at this situation, to me, it feels like she was like, "Let's see if I can step back into a green purple aura with confidence this time." So I feel like mm. she's trying to revisit energy that she's attracted to, yet has always had like issues in, and then felt lost in, and felt out of control in, and see if she can maneuver it. So I feel like this was like her own test or whatever. And even though it didn't last that long, I feel like it was it worked out and it was nice and it was okay. And I feel like their end was very, um, I don't know. I feel like it was mutual and just like whatever, you know. He's um, a lot older than her, isn't he? He looks older. Yeah, he does. Um, but they were driving in the getaway car. They so were. That's they a good were, one. They had some fun. Well, okay. yeah, they seemed like they had fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to 2017. Yes. And here's a guy. I can't pronounce his last name either. Joe Joey Alwyn. Joey, Joey Alwyn. Joe I think Alwyn. it's just Joe Alwyn. Joe Alwyn. Okay. <laughs> he looks like a Joey, though. Joe Alwyn helped her, like, write music. I think he's a music producer and stuff like that. She was actually with him for a 
oh my gosh, it was it six years. It was like some sort of crazy amount of time she was. Yeah, with there him. there is a gap from here. Twenty seven. I have him down as twenty seventeen going yeah. into, and then the next one I have at twenty twenty three. Yeah, so thank she you was, for that, Joe. She's we had another six guys to do. <laughs> you just made the episode shorter. I appreciate Joe. you, Joe. You actually really helped me. So Joe was real quiet. He did not like the public relationship. He did not go on. You know, here's the thing, and this is what you have to understand. Anytime you see celebrities going out to eat and stuff, they orchestrated that. They knew they were going to be photographed. You know, if you want to be private, you can. And the thing with Joe is you barely saw them together, but they were because he was just, he's just a very private person. And she had to kind of stay quiet in that relationship. And that Mm. was his preference. And they ended up breaking up during the heiress tour. And so, and they might've been broken up a while before then. And it was just kind of, you know, worked out by their people or whatever to make it the least stressful or dramatic that it could be. Cause, and it feels like with this one, it was just, this is safe. What's interesting is he is the closest aura combo to her dad he yes, is green yes. and blue he's got a little yellow in there too and that's from the and the mom so that so it's kind of interesting that's really interesting it's interesting it, it didn't work out it's, yeah that's he's why got the combo that yeah. you think would work it had the most longevity and it, had, it did have the longevity. it had the right, most longevity exactly. and i feel like she was good in it for a while but she wasn't allowed maybe to sparkle and shine and you know he didn't he, he didn't want that for yeah. himself because Okay, and this is interesting because, like, I didn't even know she had parents, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently she does. Yeah, they, like, manage her life, I think. Did they ever come out? Like, do yeah. you ever see yeah, the I've green, seen... blue dad and the yellow, blue Yeah, mom? they're very – I think they're, like, the – like, the dad's the one that delivered all those um, bonus checks to all the truck drivers. Okay. But, like, do they, but do they come out, like, in the public eye? Not really. You can – not – Not like that Kelsey mom who you see her, like, every – that? The Kel- – that – the one she's dating now who's like oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they shove Travis yeah. Kelsey's moms yeah. out there, honestly. But if you don't want to be shoved out there, you're not going to they, be. The parents work for yeah. the, the, I, her. Could we, could we, okay, I don't know. I, see, I don't want to offend the Swifties here. Okay. But could we bring Joe back somehow? Could we get Joe Joe back? Jonas? No. Not, not, Joe Alwyn? Joe, not bonus Jonas. <laughs> bonus Jonas. Bonus Jonas. Oh, Joe Alwyn? Joe he, Alwyn, yeah. I don't think he wants any of this. He doesn't want this. He can't handle like her fame like it's too much for him he's not into that and i think she'd have to dim her light to be with him but you know you know i I think i care i'm I'm starting to care i think you can't Uh, what (laughs) are you starting to care excuse me joe i'm just really having a i really like joe because he lasted the six years he was he feels like dolly parton did it you might some of you might not even know dolly parton's been married forever he does not do anything. He stays at home. You don't even know he exists. He doesn't come to any of her shows yeah. or anything. And well, they're happily married. Okay. Like Taylor might and Dolly's pink and Taylor's got her childhood pink that comes out here and there. Like that might be Joe might like that. Okay. You know, well, but they're done. They're done. Right now I've switched from Shark Boy. I'm now team Joe A because oh. I can't pronounce his last name, but uh, hopefully that doesn't get me a lot of hate. I don't know if the Swifties Listen, like him or not. She had she had to let she can't not create. Okay. And I think like that was her quarantine right. pandemic relationship. And okay. I'm right. neutral then, Joe. All right. I'm neutral, Joe. Let's go to the next one. Okay. All right. So long time <laughs> period of time. Thank you again, Joe. I really appreciate that. And now we get this guy. Oh boy, he Maddie. looks a little off. Here. Yeah. Matt Healy. Matt <laughs> he Matty, looks a little off. Matt, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> 
Maddie, Maddie, he's the Maddie. Okay, Maddie Healy. Yeah. What's with this guy? He's tricolor. Okay. You know, he's like green and purple and blue. I don't know what happened here again. Like, I don't follow this stuff like letter for letter. So yeah. this is just my aura interpretation. He feels chill. Okay. Like, hey, you want to have fun? Let's have fun. You want uh, yeah. this not to be yeah. a big deal? Fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to talk about you negatively. I'm not here to make a name for myself in the press. Like, I'm, you know, in, in any sort of stupid or dramatic way um you want to hang out i'll hang out with you this that's kind of quick what... this one seems quick too this was a quick one yeah i don't know if he's just kind of like he feels like he's one of those fillers like yeah, he's one of the... yeah. what's going on there is a filler pattern here yeah, too. yeah she's got fillers he feels like a filler um yeah. a fun filler <laughs> it's like calm <laughs> fun and chill okay Maddie. All right. all right again not really fitting the combo that we're looking for here but no. all right now and that's 2023 and yeah. then again in 2023 we're going this does not look good for Travis Kelsey. It doesn't, according to the pattern. According to the pattern, Travis Kelsey, you're done by the time this airs. <laughs> okay. You're over. It's done. Yeah, usually I the purple-blue relationships don't last more than a couple months yeah. or, like, maybe a year at the most. All right, all right Travis. Because he's purple-blue. Travis, right, Travis Kelsey's purple-blue. Yeah, blue. this is not going to And happen. people are like, is I think my number one thing that I see out there is, is this a press stunt, right? And... Two things can be true. It's <laughs> like my favorite line. Um, and yeah, it is because I think at her whole life is like she's at a level that all, most of us will never understand. She can't have anything she does has to be coordinated. Otherwise, it just can't probably happen in the way it needs to. And I think she's also has her family around her that makes sure that she's protected and benefited and and structured and all that. And um you know, her people have to figure stuff out before she walks into it. I feel like Taylor gets ideas and I feel like her family figures out, okay, how can we do this? So I think it's true too. And I think it's interesting and it's fun. And I think they have a cute connection. It'd be great if that worked out, but well, doesn't fit I don't feel like it's, I hope I'm wrong because like, I want her to be happy. And I feel like Travis Kelsey is He's purple blue and he's fun. He feels like a little too fun, if you know what I mean. Like he feels like he might be a little, he feels like a purple puppy to me, you know? Yeah. I mean, and again, I, I just, okay. So let's kind of summarize this. Let's summarize okay. it. Because we know <laughs> one of Taylor's best friends listens. That's Selena Gomez. <laughs> so Scott's convinced. I am convinced. I am 100% convinced. At least Selena Gomez's team listens to this right. or has in the past. But anyway. Now, if you do know Taylor or anyone, please share this with her. But, okay, so we know that Taylor might listen to this. Yeah. There, there is a probably a 1% to 2% possibility that she takes time out of her dating schedule oh. and listens to this. You gave a big percentage to yeah, that. That's, okay, it's probably more like 0. .001. But anyway, okay. somehow we'll get this to her. Yeah. All right. It seems that the one combo, and now that I'm so invested in this, I don't know why I care. Why just just say this? it. Right. Just go with it, Scott. We need to Commit. Be, okay. <laughs> If she's truly serious, because mm -hmm. like, she's, what, in her 30s still? Because oh, 1989 was the first album. She's like 33. So that would give us her age. Okay. Okay, it's 33. So she's got some time still. But if she's truly serious, like, let's say about settling down, mm -hmm. with, like a Joe type maybe. Yeah. And, you know, kids and the whole shebang. Uh, or maybe she's not. We don't know. She could be not into that. Um, we haven't really got that green blue. We need the so green blue. The answer lies in yeah. finding her... The perfect green blue. Yeah. The, like, not the green indigo. Like the yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it was and too intense. John Mayer maybe was green. 
No, no, he was green purple. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal and the and guy after Eddie him. Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so if we can get that green blue for her. Yeah. Selena, if you can find her a green blue, <laughs> that might be the key that finally cracks mm-hmm. this pattern of so many guys over and over again. A green blue failing. who maybe is adjacent to her industry in yeah. some way and not so much in it. Because okay. that Joe Alwyn was like, I think he's like a songwriter. He helped to write songs and, and produce. And he had the little and- yellow. And he got the, the yellow because he feels a little like, you know, uh, perfectionist, a little type yeah. A for her yeah. a little bit. So I feel like we need like a green blue who's adjacent to the whole situation yeah. um, and has her own thing going on and really doesn't care that she's Taylor Swift, yeah. you know, and, and lets her be her. Right. But uh, having said all that, I do feel like she writes her best music when she's going through stuff. Yeah. And she might crave that feeling for creativity. Selfish of us all, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that just selfish? <laughs> because we really, truly, as a Swifty, I'm now a Swifty. At the end of this, I'm now a Swifty. Mm-hmm. We truly just want her to <laughs> to be happy. You've converted to Swifty. Yeah, I'm Swifty now. And you know, we want her to find that right person. Yeah, for right. Her, whoever She's might a nice that be. person. Yeah. And I don't think it's fake. I think that's when her pink comes through. People accuse it of being fake, but it's not. That's like yeah. really her. And look, yeah, I have not watched any football this year, but you know what? I'm going to be tuning in because I'm hoping she's in the, the box cheering and I can watch that. Okay. So I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. This all is right. possibly the longest episode yeah. we've ever well, done. Well, that's because the dating was so many. <laughs> if, you know, we were all Joes, we've been fine. But anyway. All right. So we, we have to get this information to her somehow. Okay. We have, and again, I might get some hate for this, but I believe the Mystic Michaela spiritual family, we are, I'm going to say it. All right. We're better than the Swifties. Oh my God. Oh my God. Our group is better. Oh my God. We are better than the Swifties. We can make things happen. I can't protect you anymore. No. I can't secure your your safety. We're not as good as the ones that follow that Korean boy band. Those guys, they're... BTS. Yeah, we're not that good. But we can beat the Swifties. Forget what they call themselves. Yeah, I don't know what they call themselves. But they're really... They change, like, the continent. Oh, I know. They could could fix the whole global warming on their own if they wanted to. I know. But the Swifties are up there. They're probably number two to them. Okay. But I... No, actually number three because yeah, we're number two. We're, one. we're no, thought, they're BTS, oh, BTS fans, one, whatever they call we're themselves. Two, we're MMSF, two, MMSF, Swifties, Swifties. Okay, got it. So if we can get to the Swifties right. and we can get to her and we can tell her green blue, try for a green blue. Okay, and let's see if we could crack this. All right, all right, all right. I'm done. This podcast <laughs> is for you and about you and about Taylor Swift. Apparently, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Thank you all for spending some time with us today. 